What is up, everybody? Welcome back, finally, after a week off, to another episode of Chicken Bone Alley, brought to you by SRI Performance, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, RK Motorsports Consulting, our buddy Earl Ramey at Earl Ramey Racing Engines. What is up, guys? I'm David. I'm Sterling. What's up, y'all? Oh, boy, we back had a back at it, back at it, finally, back at it. I thought we stopped since the <clears throat> previous week. But oh, we haven't stopped. Just we, <laughs> we, <laughs> we didn't, didn't record a show week. last week. That's, yeah. that's a difference. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, how was you? How's your week been? Uh, it's been pretty good, I guess. Your, um, your Labor Day. Labor Day was good. I literally didn't do anything Labor Day. Well, that's good. I and guess I was that's the opposite glad. of laboring. So. Because, well, I was kind of busy Saturday, and then Sunday was kind of full, and so I was kind of glad not to do anything on Labor Day. Yeah. I finally got a day just to chill out. Yeah. Everybody yeah. needs that every now and then. Yeah. And uh, other than that, I mean, it was, it was a week. It was a week. Short week. Um, didn't much go on, really, honestly, at, uh, till, till the weekend. Got crunk up, man, and in, in, <laughs> in Atlanta, hot Atlanta. hot Atlanta. It wasn't even that hot. No, it was actually a peaceful Atlanta. It, it felt pretty nice. Yeah, I was good. And, um, I, I I had long sleeve shirt on, didn't even roll my sleeves up all day. Yeah, man. So yeah, we headed to uh, the Rays game. Um, see them play the Marlins. Went, yeah. Went Sunday, uh, Saturday, the eleventh. That was pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool. Pre-game show they had there for for the uh, for for the twentieth um, year anniversary there nine eleven so yeah it was it was really cool what all they did for sure um, glad we could see that yeah it yeah. was it was real good um, good presentation and I was telling Sterling this uh, yesterday as we were eating stuff and traveling back home. Uh, Last time I went to a Rage game, I was like 10, 11 years old, I think. Been a while. <laughs> a, a day or two. But uh, it I, it is completely different. I, it was at, uh, what was that, Turner Field? Yeah. Yeah, it was at Turner Field before. And now it's at Truist Park, which is funny because my wife works for Truist. So... I don't know, but uh, but the stadium is so much more. I don't know. I guess because all the video boards now, and I guess all sports are like this now. But it's so fan interactive. Yeah, it's it's kind of right. cool. Yeah, it is. Kind of cool. Kind of cool. It's, it's an awesome. If anybody hasn't been and, and likes baseball a little bit, just go to go 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 ahead and just go to Truist Park. There's all kind of stuff to do there for sure. Oh yeah, all around it. I mean, it's it's not just not just a baseball game. I mean, no, there's all kind of stuff. They got bands playing. They got a, like a marching band type deal coming through there. They got a big old party first. after. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, and now at the like call the battery right around the park there, uh, all the restaurants. They got, they already got a really cool restaurant and everything. There was a little bit of a wait for. <laughs> yeah. And we got there like right time it opened too. Mm-hmm. And we still had to wait like an hour and a half. Yeah, that was a... <laughs> Luckily, we had stuff to do waiting, yeah. uh, so it didn't make it so bad. And we could sit here and watch the football game and all, so that was cool still. But, uh, but yeah, man, it was 
it was packed out around there. But uh, really cool place. Hotel was like a little over half a mile away. So we were able to walk. Oh, yeah, it went about a 15-minute, 20-minute walk. Yeah, it was perfect. All the kids had fun. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we had a blast. I only got yelled at like once. <laughs> well, Dude was mad about Jackson's chair and stuff. I don't know why he was mad. People just want to, you know, I don't know they, complain, they, you know. It's all good. They had a shirt that says authority on it. <laughs> that means he has a authorized, I reckon. Is that a thing? Probably makes $175 a week. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good stuff. Oh, uh, but other than that, all last week was spent uh, a lot of racing. It is, it is that time of year. All the big races are on, and it starts with the world at Eldora. Well, actually, I, it might. Well, honestly, no, it don't start with the world at Eldora. That's kind of a dirt race starter. It starts with Darlington last week at uh at Darlington on Labor Day weekend. Um, and how about our last guest that we had on Tyler Mon spotter for. Kyle Larson and Noah Gregson got him, picked him up another win with Noah Gregson and uh, at Darlington. Turn around, finished second with Kyle Larson at Darlington in the Southern 500. Uh, then turns around this week at Richmond and gets him another win with Noah Gregson. So it's the, it's the Chicken Bone Alley. Good luck, Charm. That's what it is, man. <laughs> That's what it takes sometimes. But they're doing good, man. They are. And, uh, hey, Noah kind of went through a little slump there. We even talked about him a little bit, but he's getting focused now, I guess, at the right time. Oh, yeah, it's definitely the right time. Um, AJ's looking good still, though. AJ's right there. Um, but they're about to start their – they got one more race in their playoffs kickoff for, right. for Xfinity Series. So uh, maybe uh, Tyler and Noah can go, go rack them up some wins in that. And best of luck to him because we'll definitely be – Talking to Tyler some more throughout the end of the year yeah, here. Yeah, no doubt for sure. And their uh, the boss man was there. Old Dale Junior was running uh, the All Star car. Yeah. Um, <laughs> didn't do a whole lot. Ruff, ruffling some feathers and everything I else. Kid, but about to take out a a back marker <laughs> car or whatever he was. Okay. Well, they were racing for position though. <laughs> oh, Lord, that's not good. <laughs> and uh, Junior was roughing him up, and he got outrun by him eventually. Um, but what was funny is uh, kind of find out. And that was a uh, who was that that was driving the car? I can't. Josh remember. Williams or something. Yeah, Josh Williams. Josh bought that car from them. Oh really? Yeah, from Junior. <laughs> and them. Junior's like, man, I, and you hear it. He got out of it. He wouldn't mean to get into him right there coming out of two. No. And <laughs> but he's like, man, I'm having fun. He probably ain't liking it too much, but I'm having fun. Well, he got on the. Uh, they listened to Josh Williams radio, and man, no, he, he wasn't happy. He was not happy about it. So uh, then he got on Twitter and guy was talking joke. He's just mad I might run him in his own equipment, his own old equipment. I'm like, oh god, Jesus. So who knows? Yeah. I want to make enemies with that one. I don't think too much, but well, I don't know. I mean, what difference it make? It runs one time a year. Well, that's true. But it, but it, but he's a uh, pretty popular and can talk bad about you. Didn't nobody likes you exactly. <laughs> know what I'm saying? <laughs> Regardless of how he drives, didn't nobody likes you. I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. It is what it is. But uh, he did say uh, driving was getting uh, tougher out there. Competition's tough in these well, Competition's years. tough, especially when you only run one time a year. Right. It's, it's real tough. <laughs> I mean, he's always been good at Richmond, but 
<laughs> it's definitely uh, he had to step up his game and, and not running like he has not been doing. This makes a big difference. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. But anyway, so good deal for Noah. Glad for them. Glad for Tyler and keep the wins going, man. Then the then the world we're gonna get in talking about all the details. But the world, y'all saw it. Uh, Overton, Brandon Overton won the fifty uh, first uh, world, which I still don't get. I, I know why they're doing it, but I don't like it. it's still. Yeah, to me. Um, and then Jonathan Davenport, Superman, turned around and won the 50th world. Yep. But I will say, I will definitely say, um, and I ain't knocking nobody because, yes, Longhorns did look good, as they always do and as they should. They look real good. But what I was really surprised to see is uh, a lot of our buddies, especially over there and on te- in Team Zero Cars, Man, they were fast mm-hmm. all week, and that looked really good. So we'll get into details about it. But first, let's uh, get into a little more local action here. The uh, Blue Ridge Outlaw Lake Models were over in Sumter, so let's uh, let's hit that up here. Ladies and gentlemen, on the phone now, your um, winner... Of this past weekend, Blue Ridge Outlaw Late Model Series was in Sumter, and uh, your winner, Mr. Dalton Ray Hodge. Dalton, what's going on, buddy? How's it going? Man, man we doing good. Any any more? Have any more fun? We'd have to sit on our hands, keep from clapping over here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you doing all right today? Yeah, man, I'm doing pretty good. Good deal, buddy. So you were uh, born and raised over in Sumter, South Carolina, right? Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, man. Cool, good deal. Right down the road from us. We're right here in Florence. <laughs> good stuff. So, uh, so anyway, man, we, uh, first of all, congratulations on the win this past week, buddy. Thank you. It was, uh, kind of tough this weekend, but we pulled through. That's always a, um, a good series. I like that series, the Blue Ridge Outlaw series there. Uh, they, it's always very competitive, it seems like. Yeah, it's, Real competitive at Sumter, just because of how small it is, you know, they end up getting a couple of wrecks. But uh, actually, this past Saturday night, I think that's the best we went. I think we had two, maybe three cautions the whole race. So. Oh, that ain't bad at all. Not bad at all. Well, good deal, man. Well, what we like to do here on the show, man, being your first time on with us, we like to give all of our listeners kind of a, a background on you, where you started racing and – uh well, even beyond that, even if you got anything else, just where you're from, um, how you came up racing, and all that good stuff. So let us know a little bit about you, man. Um, well, I'm from Manning or Paxville, kind of same thing, right? Oh, right yeah. between. Uh, yeah. Uh, my grandpa and my dad used to race before me, and um, when I was about seven or eight years old, when I got me a little go-kart for my birthday and um i actually started out racing at timmonsville when they had their go-kart track open up and um i ran there i won the points there i think maybe first or second year racing i can't really remember and uh i raced over the arts up until i was 14 and i jumped into a front wheel drive race car down here at something and um 
we didn't. We kind of went back and forth with the go karts and the cars. I didn't really like it too much. The cars, anyway. Uh, just really, it was me. I was winning in go karts and losing in cars, so uh, <laughs> I didn't like it too much. But we ended up, you know, working on it, getting it better, and we ended up getting our first win when I was 14. And um, since then, I've pretty much been all race cars. Uh, all in the off season, I run race car or go karts a little bit, but uh, it's mainly been stock V8s and late models. This year, we've kind of stepped back with stock V8 um, and uh, focus more on the late model. I got the opportunity to run that, and uh, it's been awesome. You know, I can't thank everybody enough for it. Good deal, man. Good deal. Well, tell us about um. <laughs> Me and Sterling like to go back because we uh we started out racing our go karts ourselves. And uh, well, first of all, how old are you? I'm eighteen. Eighteen. So he started racing when he was fourteen, and golly, eighteen years old. <laughs> so uh, we, we we go back to go karts because uh actually I was helping run the track over in Timmonsville here about I don't know what was that about three years ago, Sterling. Yeah. I was helping them guys out some over there. Um, but uh, anyway, what, what kind of chassis did you run on go karts, or what you still running on? Um, I started out with a Millennium. Uh, it was like a 2003. But uh, in the end, we started or middle of it. We was on uh, Ultramax, and um, we we ran won most of my races on that. But uh, once we got into the junior three kind of adult scene, we we struggled a lot with that part because not too many people was on it that we knew and jumped over to the Phantoms and we won a couple more races before I got out of it with mm -hmm. them and that whole team. And it was fun. Good deal. Yeah, see, I um, date myself a little bit. I started back on the, uh, when it was the Phantom Stalker, <laughs> the first one ever built. <laughs> That's when I started raising go-karts and we rode Banshees for a long time. Sterling was on the Shadows. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, way back in the day. <laughs> way on back in the day. Oh, good deal, man. Well, that's cool. That's, that's, that's good to see. Uh, we like getting guys on here, that's, that's especially local to us, and ha come up kind of the same way we did. And then um, when you went to the front-wheel drive stuff, um, how did that work? What kind of car did you have then? And, uh, and, and I know you said you struggled in it there for a little while. And um, so how did that work out for you, and what kind of car did you have and all that fun stuff? Um, we started out with a, I want to say a 07 or 08 Corolla. It had a little 1.8 in it, you know, running with them Hondas who had the big old tunes and big old motors and they, it was kind of struggle, but, uh, we, we figured, you know, this is a good starter car. We knew who built the cages in it and, um, it just started me out, kind of got my feet wet with it. It was a, it wasn't too much of a learning curve from go-karts to cars, but, or that car anyway, but, uh, you know, it was fun. We got our first win on a real soupy wet racetrack, and that was, uh, the only reason we won that night was because we didn't have enough motor to spend like everybody else, but, uh, you know, it, 
I enjoyed it, and I still enjoy it a lot more than I did the go karts. <laughs> there you go. You you sound like our buddy uh, Blake Rourke over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my buddy. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I always well, well, you know, he he got the nickname the Rain Man now, so we always pick at him. You can't win if it ain't wet. <laughs> but no, nah, that's cool, man. Well, then you moved up to the stop V8s there. Uh, tell us about what kind of car you had there. Um, yeah, we uh we got lucky, and uh, one of our buddies who was running uh, had a running car, you know, top five car. Yeah, he, uh, he wanted me to run it one weekend, and we ran it, and um, the first weekend out. Transmission went out, and and uh, after that, I think we ran it one more time after we changed transmission with him owning it, and um, you know, top five, top six. It was a Monte Carlo, and um, then he offered us, uh, he said we can buy it, and we bought it, and then you know we went and changed the things on it because we didn't want to change what this car, but uh, you know, change gears and suspension a little bit and i really learned how to drive it and um i think we got my first win maybe four or five races into it and uh Sweet. if anybody knows at summer that was a pretty tough class to win <laughs> oh yeah it definitely was and it still is them boys uh they drive hard in that <laughs> class <laughs> I tell oh, them that yeah. I said y'all running for that little bit of money, but y'all run it. Y'all don't even care how the car comes back in that thing. <laughs> y'all crazy over there. Mm-hmm. They are. Uh, it's something else. They uh, but it looks like a lot of fun. I actually have a a, a stock V eight car at the house right now. I got to doing some work to it. I'm gonna try to run a little bit. I think. Um, so cool, man. Uh, so that so when was that? When that was last year or year before? That was the year before, and um, I finished that season on the car, and I think about a month or two into the season after is when we got this late model ride. Cool, man. Well, tell us about that. Uh, what kind of car is it, and uh, how did that come about? Well, uh, it's a 2014 Rocket Blue Gray. Um one of my dad's buddies from high school, DJ McLeod, who's a car owner, uh, he won it in a raffle from Jeremy Mayfield. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, he, uh, I remember he, that raffle, actually. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he asked us to use the trailer, and, um, you know, we, we was like, yeah, if we get to go, you know. So we went in there and met May, Mayfield and all them, and it was pretty cool. And um, on the way back, we kind of, talked him into running it i think he only kind of had the idea of me running it but it wasn't set in stone but i mean it sat in his yard for a couple months and then he you know he was like all right it's time to time to work on it and then went up there to fill the cables and the first weekend now i put it in the wall <laughs> <laughs> and uh we fixed it and um it's it's been an awesome car ever since cool man um I actually, um, oh, I've seen you run over there a few times, seen you run a few uh, and stuff. And but, um, we were over there at the uh, the ultimate race at something, <laughs> yeah. Um, and before all that happened, I was actually over there with uh, Derek Ramey and Earl Ramey and those guys hanging out with him that night. And y'all were actually parked right over next to us, yeah. And uh, and Joe McIntyre come over there, me and Joe went back, go back to our go kart days racing together, and um. 
He's like, man, you need to get him on the show sometime. I said, man, we do. I said, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. So I've actually been looking at it here, and then you won. I was like, this is perfect time to get him on. So, uh, <laughs> so that worked out good. But uh, yeah, we know you had a, a rough time in that ultimate race over there. But far as otherwise racing at Sumter, how how are racing in the late model in general? How has that gone? How, how have you been doing? And I know you said it's been a been been a rocket, been fast, and um. How would you assess your time so far in the in the late model? Uh sometimes it's an uphill battle. Sometimes we leave or we come out the gate flying, and then nobody can touch us. Really, it's just kind of how the track is and how we adjust. You know, I'm I just finished my first year, my first blue year to win. The week after that, that was my first year with the late model. So uh, we're still learning. We're fast, but. Uh, not always fast. I feel like we have a top three, top five car, depending on the weekend. But, you know, last week and the last time we won the Blue Ridge race, the weekend or the weekend before that, we've uh, we've been good. We just uh, struggle at times, not knowing what to do. You know, wet tracks is what we struggle at the most. But, um, you know, I'm running out there with guys who got 20 years of experience in late models i feel like we're handling our own it was pretty good oh yeah and it's um when we were over there the ultimate stuff i was telling Derek ramey um i'm like dude this track over here in sumter uh i know you you know you've grown up running it and that's where you started at and all uh as far as cars go and stuff but um that's actually a tough little track it's so tight if you if you can learn to drive Sumter and learn to pass on Sumter and learn all that, you become a pretty good driver in all actuality because it's just it's a tough little track which makes it awesome in my opinion. I've always loved that track. Yeah, um, Mr. Billy Cagle, you know, before he passed, that was one thing he always told me. He said, "If you can learn to drive here, you can learn to drive anywhere." And it is a struggling track, you know it throws me for a loop every now and then i mean i you know i've been racing there for a while but you know it 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 really has made me a better driver just because you know you get throttle control and you get to really feel the car and they always have good races there it don't matter you know if it's a regular saturday night or a big steel block bandit race that's coming up you know the local crowd there is so good and it's hard to beat. It sure is, and uh, <laughs> and me and Banjo Duke were actually talking about this the other week. Um, I won't know if you've ever noticed it because he told me, you know, as long as Banjo's been racing there, he's never noticed it. And then when I said something about it, he's like, "Man, you're right. I love the track, but man, it is dark coming out of two at nighttime. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah, it is, <laughs> and I, I feel like this year it kind of coming out of four is pretty dark too. Um, I don't know. I, you know, I, I had, I was sick the other week and I didn't get to run and I was watching all the live videos and it looked dark out of four too. And then it was kind of crazy. <laughs> I was just wondering if anybody else realized that. Cause I, I said that and Banjo told me, he's like, man, I never realized that. He's like, then I looked at it after you said that. And he's like, man, it is dark over there. <laughs> so, I'm like, how have you never noticed that Banjo? But, uh, well, cool, man. Well, um, you just you just brought him up, uh, Mr. Billy Cagle. Uh, we just heard about his passing this past uh, weekend here, um, and you've talked about him a lot here. Tell tell him what it, 
what he meant to you in your racing career? He, uh, a lot of people think he was just kind of like a late model guy to most people, but the first time I met Mr. Billy is when I bought my first you know, brand new set of tires for the stock V8. And, um, I went down there and I, I was going to buy the Hoosiers and he was like, why the heck are you going to buy these Hoosiers? And I was like, what do you mean? He said, I think the American Racers is better. And I was like, well, why? And then me and him had a hour and a half conversation and he didn't have to help me at all, but he did. And then that, that was the first time I won a heat race that same night. And uh, I went back to him the weekend after and he talked to me and, you know, it was, it's been up from there. He, uh, he'd chew you out, but he'd always tell you that you did good, or at least me anyway, you know. He said, uh, you know, the last, that ultimate race, actually, he said, he said, man, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you, you just wasn't driving good tonight. I was like, nah, I can't help it. The car was, he said, nope. You know, no excuses. You you got to drive that car better. He said, you know, you could have drove it better even if it wasn't handling good. And I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. But, you know, that same night, about at the end of our conversation, he'd be like, man, I'm still proud of you. You're doing good for what you do, how young you are, and you're so smart, and you want to learn. And, you know, I, he meant a lot to us and the whole team, and it kind of hit hard. But uh, I'm it really meant a lot to win that race the last weekend just for him well that's good buddy and he is definitely going to be missed around the track he's been a staple over there for a long time um but like you said you won that race this past weekend and uh in sumter in in remembrance of him so uh tell us about the race there actually give, give us kind of a rundown how your whole day went Ooh, <laughs> so we uh we went practicing Friday night and um track wasn't there all the way. We was fast, but um we decided not to change the car too much. We knew the track was gonna come around come race day. Uh, we we hit practice Saturday. We was three tenths faster than anybody else on the track. Uh, we didn't make too many changes. I think we changed some air or uh, you know staggers. I can't really remember. Um, we went out there and we broke another track record. We broke my own track record. Um, me and Derek was one, two. Uh, the dash, uh, they said I jumped the first start. I don't really know. But, uh, the second start, Derek got around me. And he got the win in that. I ended up second. Um, on the start of the main, I tried to dive it in there. Uh, you know, that Sumter is real hard to pass, so I was trying to get a lead and just kind of hold that position because it somebody would really have to move me if they wanted it. So uh, I tried to get it. It didn't work. I ended up getting pushed high. Go back to third. Um, I ran behind Zach Cox for a while. I, I just couldn't pass him. Got clean anyway. Uh, about, I think we, we ran 23 laps consecutive green laps which is was absolutely crazy to me but um about i guess lap 18 17 i lost my brakes while i was behind zach uh i i was kind of like oh crap you know 
that I may either run into him and tear me and him his car up, or you know I'm just going to end up third, maybe even fourth. You know, just trying to not run him over. But then a uh, caution came out, and uh, you know we cooled down. I got the brakes to cool down. I think they got hot. You know, I pumped them up while we was down the straightaway. I got a little bit of brake, and um, they actually did double file restarts that that night. And um, so I shot out to the outside of Derek, who was he was half a track in front of me and Zach. I, heck, he was probably about to lap us. Me and Zach was doing 15-2s, 15-0s, somewhere around there. Derek was out there doing, like, 14-7s. So he was gone. But uh, you know, I was like, I think I'm faster than Zach. Let's go to the outside. Maybe I can get the jump on him. And I got it. I ran behind Derek. And he seemed, he didn't seem real fast like I thought he was. He, uh. Kind of, he looked a little loose. He wasn't all up in the groove, but, you know, I lost my brakes again, and I missed the corner going into one, and I was like, oh, crap. I think it was about four laps, five laps to go. And I ran him down the lap after, and two to go, or coming to two to go, he slipped a little bit, I thought, and um, I got up under him. We were side by side when we entered one and two, and we made a little contact. But I didn't think it was rough. I, I don't know his feelings about it or anything. But, I, you know, the right rear got him. And um, he ended up spinning out. And after that, it was kind of over. And you know, we took the win. There you go. That's what it takes sometimes. And, man, I'm going to tell you, uh, just like we were just talking about, um, sometimes, especially at Sumter, there's a lot of other tracks like that, but especially at Sumter, Man, you got to take them chances to get down in there, and um, it, it, it's it's up to the guy on the outside sometimes whether how hard he wants to stay down in there with you. So, so I don't fault anybody for taking a chance on the inside there a lot of times, man. So, congratulations, that's awesome, awesome to see you win it, man. Thank you. Well, cool, man. Well, completely off topic. I want to know something. I, I, you just said you were over at practice on Friday night. I didn't get to go over there. Did did, did Blake and Kevin get to run each other in the stock? No, weeks? because uh, they, it was originally for Thursday. Right. And um, Blake had a bachelor party for Friday and Saturday. Blake didn't even run. So, uh, you know, they didn't get to run. I wish I wanted to watch that, but, you know, it didn't get to run. I, th- I so. think I think Blake got scared. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Maybe another day. Maybe we'll get to watch that another day. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> oh well, cool deal, man. Well, we appreciate you hanging out with us, buddy, and um, congratulations again. And uh, what what's coming up next for you? Uh, this weekend will be the Steel Block Bandits at Sumter. Uh. It's five thousand win, but I've heard they're trying to get it up to seven oh seven for Billy. I Sweet. I haven't confirmed that with anybody, but that's just what I heard. So good deal. Well, who um who all on your car you want to thank, man? Oh, I got a ton of people. I had to make me a list before this. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Can't forget nobody. Yeah, I always miss somebody with the interviews, so. But, uh, you know, I got to thank my mom, my dad, DJ McLeod, he's a car owner, uh, Joe, Catfish, David, 
Taven, Woody, Travis, Mandolin, Sean, and my papa. You know, they all of them put a hand on the car at some point during the week or at a track. And, you know, I don't really ever have any mechanical malfunctions or a tire flying off or anything like that. And the car is always working pretty good. So, you know, I got to thank them. But uh, the ones who helped me get here... There's a whole bunch of people, but <laughs> the sponsor is uh, Leo's Wings and Sumter, uh, Holler Boys, Handyman Service, that's John and Chan, Julie Rogers, Realtor, Osteen Remodeling, Drive Now Motors, Lit Vape Shops, Sumter Pest Management, Top Notch, Mobile Car Wash, Blakely's Mobile Detailing, Lightning Bake Shop, Stone Traffic. Uh, body contouring and sculpting, pixel perfect photograph, Carolina lawn care, Southern Road boutique, Nizzles lawn services, elite painting and sheetrock, uh, SNS custom fuel tanks, uh, Kegel racing, Center Point fab, Southern Ink tattoos, pole position, racing chassis, and rocket racing chassis. There you go. Sweet. And it, I, I'm just going to throw this out there. If you hadn't ever been over to Leo's Wings in Sumter, we'll take a trip over there. Um, I used to go over there a good bit. I haven't gone in a, quite a while. I need to head back over there and uh, give me some wings over there. They got some of the yeah, best wings. Yeah, my favorite is the honey mustard. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We had some hot wings. We, I used to actually eat hot wings over there, and I don't even I don't even do hot. And, <laughs> and I used to actually <laughs> eat hot wings over there, and some things were awesome. <laughs> Oh, well, good deal, buddy. Well, best of luck this weekend. Like you heard, uh, everybody, uh, the Steel Block Bandits, I think this I think this is their first time over at Sumter, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I do think so. I think that's what they were putting out there. So uh, best of luck this weekend, buddy, at the Steel Block ba- and the Steel Block Bandit race. Why is that hard to get out today? I don't know. <laughs> it's, a <tongue. laughs> it's a tongue twister. Um, I think I'm probably going to be over there. Um, I might come check you out over there. Might might, might actually come introduce myself in person. Um go hang out with y'all and uh check out some racing this weekend so if uh y'all are in the, anybody's in the area come over to Sumter Speedway Saturday night there and check out Steel Block Bandits racing um for some big money we gonna put it that way at least it's big money regardless <laughs> so uh Dalton man we appreciate you uh coming on with us and hanging out with us and uh all that good stuff tonight and uh best of luck to you thank you I enjoyed it and I hope to be back soon all right buddy appreciate it See y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Mr. Uh, Dalton Ray Hodge there. Something for South Carolina's finest. <laughs> yes, sir. Obviously, he knows how to get around that track. He knows how to get around there. That, that's that. crazy over there to me. Um, The boys that are from that area, Dalton, Banjo, all them boys. And, and I know they grew up on it, running that track. And what you heard, Dalton there, he's only been running for four years in a car. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, and he's still, but them boys that run it, run that track weekly, are the ones that's fast there. Yeah, no doubt. And um, you know, normally that's that's not always the case. You 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 people say that, and then a series comes in, and then top dog in the series gets out there and still outruns them. But no, not at something for some reason. Any series can come around, and uh, it seems like the boys that run there on a weekly basis are still the fast guys. Oh yeah. So that's that's cool to see. That's cool to see. They so. got night vision. I think they do. <laughs> They're used to it. Yeah. I, I I feel like this weekend, uh, 
Steel Block Bandit stuff. Um, Dalton will be fast in it. Um, I messaged Willie and him. I think Willie's coming over there. But I've never seen Willie run at Sumter, so I have no clue. Um, uh, let's see. Um, I'm not sure. Banjo's running. I think Banjo's running. Banjo's running. It'll be tough. Oh yeah, for sure. So, but it's gonna be big money. I already five thousand, and uh, talking about maybe even more. Yeah, it's gonna be a big, it's gonna be a big show for them for sure over there. Um, should have a good crowd. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. I'm going to head over there, I think, and check it out. Check it out. Well, speaking of big dirt races, y'all might have heard this big one that went on this past, uh, past well, almost week. Yeah. Um, they put on two of them this year since they couldn't have it last year. Eldora had the world, and uh, it did not disappoint. Dude, that was some, uh, it was some good racing all week long. Um uh, let's see. Uh, Chris was Chris. Um, Chris Ferguson was fast all week. Chris Madden was fast. Uh, Greg Satterley was fast as always in the short shows over there. Yeah, Greg's good there. He's good there for twenty five lap races. Right. Yeah. Something about the hundred laps he can't put together. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Somebody. This is bad. This is bad. I probably shouldn't even say it. But it was so funny. Uh, you know how to put memes and stuff on these dirt racing pages. <laughs> and and I, when I saw it, I couldn't unsee it. It had a picture of Greg Satterley up there doing the interview with Eldora. It said, when you order Jonathan Davenport off of Wish. <laughs> <laughs> and it is. He, he got the beard and all now, too. And I was like, God, they do kind of look alike. Because he's long hair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, but anyway... um. Those guys are fast. It was cool to see. Um, Larson could not make it work around there. I mean, don't get me wrong. He still made it in the show. That's that's one of them track. That's one of them races. That used to be like us at Daytona on go karts. It's one of the things. If you made it in the show, yeah, you did. It's like, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's good. Eighty Glad. cars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, there were seventy some, seventy three cars there the other night. So, um, you make it in the show, it's kind of hard to complain. Um, and there was a lot of them guys, um, uh, who was Jonathan Joyner, I think it was, um, them hunting front guys, they made it in the show the first night, or the first world, or 51st, what, whatever it was, so confusing. Thursday night, Thursday night, they made it, <laughs> and he was just happy, they were ecstatic, they, first time they went and tried it, made it in the show. Yeah, that's huge. And so, I mean, they were, I mean, they wanted to run good, don't get me wrong, but it was like, no matter where we finish, we're happy. <laughs> right. Um uh let's see who else was fast. Kyle Bronson was fast as always. Uh sip on <laughs> he was on stupid wall. fast on on uh Thursday and first lap out there on, in the race or it might not have been first lap but lap but anyway, he calls first caution, just slammed it in the wall, killed it. Well, he was all but slamming it in the wall. We went for to the uh to the dream, that was for sure. He was definitely using every bit of the racetrack. So. Yeah. And one I figured would be doing that also. He was fast uh, on Saturday night, but he uh, couldn't race on Thursday night. Um, he was fast Wednesday night. <laughs> he was fast Wednesday night. Yeah. Um, well, Bobby Pierce. Bobby Pierce. He uh, 
and and I ain't I ain't doing whatever. I don't know. I wasn't there. I wasn't. But what he said happened. Was basically, one of his crew guys, from what I understand, was pretty much drunk as I don't know what, riding four wheeler around at about three o'clock in the morning, and track officials told him, from what I guess, to put it up or something, and they started talking junk. I guess he took a swing at him or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but basically, they told Bobby he couldn't race because of what that crew guy did. Yeah, and he wasn't even out there. Bobby was sleeping. Right. And um, so the whole crew was sleeping except for this one dude. And uh, from what I understand, he had to find his own ride back from mm. <laughs> door. Oof. He no longer had a job. So I hate it for him, man. I do, but you know, that's I guess that's part of it. But he 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 looked good from what I saw on yeah, Wednesday. I mean, he was good. strong. Yeah, he was um, real strong. So he's another one that's on the wall, dude. He's yeah, all over the wall there. It was he's on the wall everywhere. He tears the right rear off of it everywhere he goes, bro. Dude, I'm telling you, they, he needs to start. I mean, I know he's got to make money back to put it back together, but if there was a charity getting money off of the right rear. Quarters and doors or whatever he sells off that, that charity be making some money. Because, <laughs> uh, man, they have to put one on every time he comes in, which, I mean, is fine. If if his crew and his people and their pocketbooks are fine with that, do it. Go for do it, it son. Do it. Um, I know mine wouldn't be okay with that. No, but... no. <laughs> so... Oh, uh, I don't know. But anyway, uh, as expected, um, old Brandon Overton picked up where he left picked off. Picked up where he left off. And kind of, <laughs> I ain't throwing flow racing under the bus or nothing like that. But they kind of took credit for something that kind of happened on our show. They kind of did. Um,. When Overton won, he got up on the on the uh, stage and apparently said something about how about that mm, whooping butt whooping there and um apparently he was referencing back to Scott Bloomquist. When we when I was at uh Wings etc. <laughs> uh Wednesday before last. Had Scott on the show, and we got to talking about Brandon Overton just because, you know, he, he's he's fast. He's the fast thing in sport right now, in my opinion. And he said on there, he said, Brandon made a comment, you know, that he could, if they could run the world right now, he'd win everything. He said, well, when I won the world in 14, I could have won anything with that same car for four months straight <laughs> if we'd run that same race over and over. So, he was kind of downplaying it, but if you listen to the whole interview, he he was really complimenting Brandon Overton for the most part. Um, It's hard to follow (laughs) Scott sometimes on his Oh, yeah, it is. He's got a lot. I'm not dogging him for it all. He's got a lot of thoughts going on in his head. He does. And it's a lot of very smart thoughts, honestly, because he's... You you can't be as good as he's been for all these years, not be a smart individual, and he knows what he's talking about. And people nitpick, I think, what he says. So what happened with Overton was people listened to that, and they were going, "Oh, did you hear what Scott said about you? He was 
he was saying, you, you know, your wins weren't worth anything, basically, and he could have done that, and blah, 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 blah. So that's all Brandon heard. Brandon never went, from what I understand, Brandon said he never went back and listened to it himself. So I'm like, man, go back and listen to it. It wasn't, right. it wasn't completely bad. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he said he felt like he could have done it in 14, but obviously Brandon's the one doing it in 21. Yep. And so I don't know. I don't think it was meant to be bad, but... I think it started. I don't think Scott's gonna follow through with no drama because that's just not him. No. He never does. Everybody likes to turn things negative for Scott. <laughs> they sure do. But I just, I, like I said, I ain't throwing flow racing under the bus. But um, it was kind of said on our show, <laughs> on our live. So eh, whatever, whatever. Um, but Overton went out there as expected, run up front won it uh kick tail um friday night boy that was kind of a late one i actually kind of fell asleep watching it um ferguson was running good and stuff uh like i said saturday run good um all the normals kind of ran ran real good um i'm trying to remember i get them all mixed up but anyway regardless it's like those prelim nights i mean they're they're it's big money, but it's just not the world. So nobody ever I hate right. to say that. Nobody nobody um I ain't gonna say remembers them, but they just don't pay attention to them as much. It's just like, all right, let's get you the big show. Yeah, that's right. So then to turn around uh Saturday, we were at the Braves game, but then I turned it I pulled it up on my phone, I'm watching it. <laughs> and um Davenport, dude, he's just strong. Strong, 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 and uh, looked real good. Overton was there, ran second for a long time, but then Mike Marler come up right there at the end, and I thought he might have had something for Davenport, but then once he was getting down to about a second off of him, I don't know if Davenport picked up or Marler burned his stuff up. I'm kind of wondering, wondering if Davenport just uh, kind of saved his stuff as much as he could. And then them last yeah. ten laps just kind of went because then he pulled back off from Mike Marler. And um, but it was a really good race, really was. So uh, congratulations both to him and Longhorn Georgia boys <laughs> put it on. Yep, them. sure is, man. They things is hard to beat right now. Oh yeah, they are hard to beat. About everywhere you go, you see, all you see Longhorn. It's it's they 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 the car to have right now. Uh, yep. They they figured out something. At this moment, that nobody else has figured out. But I will say, I I, I will say, um, as I was saying at the first of the show, the the Team Zero chassis were looking exceptionally good. I mean, uh, Dale McDowell out there winning his heat race. Um, Chris passed uh, Bobby Pierce coming out of four in the last lap to win a heat race. Uh, Chris Ferguson. Um who else? Uh, Scott was running up front. Nick Hoffman won it. Uh, finished second in his heat race. Um, they were just up front the whole weekend. Nick was flying in that car and then blew a motor mm. last night. So uh, he he kind of just got out there to start and then parked somebody else's car. I can't remember whose car he got in just to, just to ride around and start. So, you know. Get start money, which is pretty good at Eldor. Starting yeah. the main. So, uh, it was a good race. Um, I know we're with Akil. He rode up to it on Saturday. Melissa was there the whole weekend, I think. 
and Eldor. Yeah. <laughs> Probably need to get her on talk about it. <laughs> um, a lot of people went up there. Um, it was the largest crowd ever in attendance at Eldor. It's amazing. I don't know how it could have been much bigger than it was when we went to the dream. But. Dude, it was huge. It was, they showed an aerial shot of it and it was insane. Mm. Parking, I mean, um, camping was sold out months in advance. Exactly. Sold out. That is nothing but fields up there and they sold out parking. That's insane. It was crazy. It was crazy. I didn't know what the 50 50 was this week. Um, I didn't see it Saturday night. I missed that part, but um, I know Friday night, prelim night on Friday night, it was 150000 So, you know, $100,000 more to the 50-50 winner yeah. at, than the winner of the race. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they were talking about, oh, yeah, a bunch of drivers even get in on that. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> why not exactly <laughs> why not um, that is unreal that's that's crazy amounts of money I, I'd have bought some tickets I ain't gonna lie if yeah. I'd been there yeah can't 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 win if you don't play that's it especially when you know the other half of the money goes to a awesome cause and that's right Tony Stewart Foundation which is a bunch of different charities so hey win win for everybody that's right oh good deal Good deal, good deal, good deal. Well, can't wait for more racing to come up. Uh, what do you got? Tomorrow night? Night. Tonight. Night. Tonight. Monday night. Monday night. Fairberry. Fairberry. I know. Uh, I, I saw a picture. I know Kyle Larson's there. I know a bunch of the boys that Davenport went there. Left Eldora and went there. So it's going to be a good race tonight on Flow Racing. Yeah. Faux show. Faux show. So y'all uh, y'all check out some, some Fairberry action. Y'all, y'all, y'all won't hear this. Thing. <laughs> It'll be late. It'll be late. Here, it, 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 go back and watch the replay. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> It'll be a good race. It's always a good race, Fair Bear. So go back and watch the replay. I'll go back and watch the replay. I don't care. Um, speaking of a little bit of dirt racing, well, I guess we probably need to go back to the asphalt race even before, but um, because we didn't, we weren't on here last week to talk about it. Uh, where were we before that? We were at uh Watkins Glen on the on I racing for the. Chicken Bowl Alley Summer Shootout Series, presented by EMFR Performance and Grease Monkey of Mooresville. Um, Watkins Glen. Tell us about your Watkins Glen. It's been a couple weeks ago, so, but we weren't on here, so lot. we. So I'm gonna get Sterling's side of it here because uh, there ain't a whole lot. I saw it. Well, there was a whole lot to talk about. There was a whole lot of action going on in your car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, not the good kind of action. Well, I don't was, know about that, but there was a whole lot. It was action, I guess. Yeah, I. Uh, you made the highlight reel, I think. I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah, it was good in practice, man. Ran real good and ran real good in the heat for most of the laps, <laughs> and. uh I three times except the first one. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> but three times, I spun it out coming out of the whatever corner that is, going back on the straightaway, and spun it out into the pits. How do you do that? At least you're consistent. Then you came back up. At least you're consistent. So it was just it was not a good situation, and I put it straight in the 
straight in the fence the third time, and it was, uh, I don't remember, six, seven, eight minutes of required repairs. So I just, <laughs> so I just sat there, you know. But I didn't have anything for uh, oh, Aaron. Anyway, nobody did. Man, it has been a tale of uh, two drivers this season, and I really can't believe it. Honestly, I mean, I know they're good. Don't get me wrong, I know they're good. But there's a lot of good guys in this thing, and um, it has been a tale of, of Aaron and John there, um, because Aaron took home uh, Watkins Glen, uh, by a long shot. Well, would have been by a long shot. We had a green white checker. I somehow managed to finish fourth. That's awesome, though. I don't know how because I am no good at a road course. Hey, you did good. I did not spin out. Slow and steady. I I somehow. The last lap, <laughs> I come to the white flag I thought I was going to. I come through turn one in the grass sideways. It all of a sudden, it's like it's like I was driving a dirt track, though, because all of a sudden it caught the asphalt. It's like I hit the cushion. And just straighten out. <laughs> I was like, all right, that works for me. <laughs> I think that was one of my best laps. <laughs> hey, bro. If you do it every time, you'd be all right. I know, right? <laughs> Tires would have been shot. But, but uh so I somehow managed to finish fourth. Now, in saying that, as big as that track is, right before that last caution come out, I went a lap down. Oh yeah, he was. It was <laughs> Aaron was. Stupid I don't fast. understand it. Yeah, he's like he was like three, four seconds a lap faster than everybody. It was, Dude, it was crazy. It was crazy. He has been. He he practiced hard. He knows. He knows how to drive asphalt cars for sure. But what I was super impressed with is this past week. Uh, we ran Knoxville in the 410 sprint cars. Um, apparently, because he was, he hadn't been the fastest on dirt by no means. John has kind of had his number on dirt, had everybody's number on dirt. And, uh, he practiced. He knew the 410 was coming up, didn't know what track, but he apparently got on there and just practiced with them cars because he was fast. Led a lot of that. Well, I say led a lot. Trent Ivy come on there and run with us. I don't know what all happened. I I, I was too far in the back to know. <laughs> um, he ran, ran up front the whole race, qualified pole, won a heat race, blah blah blah. Well, won a heat race, sat on pole. Uh, led a lot of laps. Checked out on us when we could. It was a lot of cautions in this race. Um, Something happened there towards the end. He came in. I don't know what happened. But anyway, he came in, um, which John had spun out earlier in the race and was slowly making his way back up to the front. But every time he'd pass a car, get a caution. Pass a car, you get a caution. Pass a car, you get a caution. So he was slowly making his way back. Well, that put Aaron up front. So I was like, geez, now he's going to win on dirt too. It is impressive. It's frustrating to me, but it is greatly impressive. Yeah, I don't know how they do it. I just wish I could do it. I'm jealous. I ain't kidding. I can't do it. Um, But uh, John methodically made his way back up through the field and uh, ended up passing there a few laps to go, won the race. Um, So that was interesting to see. Uh, Phew. I don't know where I finished. I probably couple laps down. I was great in practice. Great. Track slicked off. Not so great. Not so great. <laughs> I don't. Uh, 
Oh yeah. <laughs> I got to figure out how to feel a car yeah. better spinning. Wheels. We need to have if if I'm gonna run these things again, we need to have a rookie division and a professional division because uh, I can't remember these boys, but they insane man. They too good. They make us better. They make us better. <laughs> yeah. They let me pull in because I don't want to get ran <laughs> over. <laughs> get out of the way. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, for sure, guys. Uh, in their series, we definitely want to thank EMFR Performance. Buddy Earl Ramey up there, want to thank him. And Carl over at uh, Grease Monkey in Mooresville, thank them so much for being our presenting sponsors this year, um, or this season anyway, and uh, coming on with us and giving these boys some big payouts here, $1,000 going to the to the winner this season. So it's going to be cool to see uh, who wins it, because it's a tight battle. It is a tight, tight battle. Yeah. Between Aaron and John there, and um, who this it's gonna come down to the wire, I think. Yeah, and it's and it be going to Daytona with these trucks now. You well, know, anything yeah. could happen here, and 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 take both of them out. Yeah, easily It'd take anybody out, or anybody can win. Um, so this is gonna be a uh, toss up here. Um, we, we just drew. If you didn't see it uh, on live, we drew uh, Daytona for the truck series last asphalt race. Um. Man, that's going Daytona's a it's a crapshoot. So we'll see see how it goes. Um it's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. Gonna be wild. Gonna be wild. Hopefully we can I need I need somebody to draft with. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. I need somebody to draft with. Kale. Anybody wanna help me out? <laughs> I need a team I need a tag. I need partner. a teammate. <laughs> <laughs> need somebody to push me. Actually, no, I don't need somebody to push me. I, I want to push somebody. I think I'm a better pusher than I am. Yeah. Pushy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I can I can normally come up through the field there somehow. I don't know how. And then get wrecked, typically. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. I somehow, I, there have been so many official races I've made it, made it up there to the front. I'll be leading. And I'll lead a lap or two, and all of a sudden, I'm spinning out through the infield and flipping. Yeah. Doing all this. I'm going to take out the whole field. Uh, not me taking out the whole field. Somebody takes me out. Pushing in dog leg, man. That's not what you want. Don't push in dog leg. Anybody uh, that's going to be in our race, do not push through the dog leg. No. Be right there on them if you want to. Do not push through the dog leg. Please. Please. Now, you can run the old Daytona track. Ah, shoot. Yeah, really get fun then. When we bounce through the dog, yeah. No, nah, I think we, since we run new trucks, we'll run new new, yeah. new Daytona. Yeah, I don't blame you. Um, figure out, go home, figure out how many laps we got to run and all that fun jazz. But uh, anyway, also I uh, want to thank all of our associate sponsors as well. Powerman Machine Fabrication, thank you, appreciate it. Yo, yes sir. <laughs> uh, Northeast Auto Imports, our buddy Derek Griffith. Up there, we want to thank him for coming on, helping us out. Um, the Blood Eagle Racing Podcast. If y'all haven't checked them out yet, if y'all like our show, you'll definitely like the Blood Eagle Racing Podcast. Uh, two racers on there, Kale and Tyler, and uh, they give us the lowdown on their weekends, how they how their weekends went, and just kind of racer racing from the racers' perspective, more or less. In, in in lower division, well, I will say lower division. It's not lower division, different division. Uh, 
Kale races legend cars, and um, Tyler races uh, um, SCDRA type cars, four cylinder front wheel drive cars. There, um, Tyler's picked him up win this year, and uh, so y'all go check them out. Bloody Good Racing podcast, um, and BS Racing. Y'all go uh, check our boys out up there. Oh, um, Smitty up there on riding the quad. I think they were at, uh, I don't remember where they were. They were at the race this past weekend. I'm sorry. I don't even remember where it was. Had some mechanical issues, but still managed to bring it up through the field. So, sweet. Y'all go check them out. BS Racing on Facebook. But also, I uh, want to thank Stock Car Steel and Aluminum and SRI Performance for helping us out on the. On the uh, iRacing Chicken Bone Alley Summer Shootout Series. But also want to thank SRI Performance, as always, guys. It's that time of year. It is definitely that time of year. Racing in a lot of places is winding down. Yeah, it's slowing down. So it's time to, you know where you were lacking this year. So it's time to fix that. That's right. And it don't matter where you were lacking. No, <laughs> no, don't Because they got it everything for any parts that you were lacking in. From A to Z, um, anything you need, engine-wise, uh, suspension-wise, um, anything in between, um, chassis-wise, whatever you need, check out SRI Performance, guys. They are your uh, one-stop shop for all things racing, and they have that... That's logo saying slogan, I guess you'll say, for a reason because they really are. Um, and not only not only do they have the parts, but they have the professionals behind the parts too. Just for instance, since he's a buddy of ours and he's also a sponsor on the show, RK Motorsports Consulting, uh, Randy Keene, you call SRI and you need brakes for your car, but you don't really know what you need. They're gonna get you in touch with Randy. Sure will. And Randy is going to hook you up, get you exactly what you need, send it out to you as soon as possible, and uh, and and and, and you're gonna not worry about brakes again. That's right. Until you wear them out, and you have to put some more pads in. They it. can definitely help you out. And even if you're around the area, if you're close to the Mooresville area, he'll, he'll he'll come over there and put them on for you. He'll help you whatever you need to do, man. So. Mooresville or New York. He, he travels up there yeah, all the time, somewhere he's all over there. The uh-huh. <laughs> he's everywhere. So uh, y'all check SRI out. Go to uh, SRIPerformance.com. Fill up your cart with all the parts needs parts needs on there. And uh, when you go to check out, look at that little uh, promo code area there. and Type in promo code CBONE10. That is C is in? Chicken. B-O-N-E-1-10. Zero. Get yourself ten percent off at time of checkout. And uh guys, uh also, um we know them cars are getting kind of rough looking. It's it's uh, y- y'all been beating and banging all year. It getting rough looking. Head over to stock car steel and aluminum. Get you uh get you some new metal work, all your materials that you're gonna need to make that car look fresh and clean and and fix the structural damage that you had over the year. Uh, when, when you when you rolled it out of four that time, but it was all right. Just keep going. <laughs> yeah, just patch it up. Patch it up. Keep going, y'all. Uh, 
y'all y'all head over there get all the materials you will need and uh, fix some cars up make them look good make them back strong again and uh, put them back up front with stock car steel and aluminum y'all go check them out but also guys as you we heard uh, helping out with our with our uh our racing series emfr performance that is if you don't know who that is that is earl ramey but Earl Ramey Racing Engines, he is also has his own performance line of parts there. Uh, you can check him out. Um, but Earl Ramey Racing Engines, guys, um, again, as every weekend, man, all you got to do is look on his page. He just gives you a list of winners running his motors every That's week. It? Every week. It's not like, oh, we had a motor win this week. No, 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 no. There's normally seven, eight. <laughs> Earl Ramey Racing Engines winning at a track every week. And a lot of times you'll see Earl Ramey Racing Engine finished first in this class. Oh, look, Earl Ramey Racing Engine finished second also in this class <laughs> and maybe third. So, uh, guys, you are not going to beat the performance uh, anywhere, bar none. Um, go check out Earl. All those guys over there, they do a jam-up job um, with a, <laughs> I will give it to them, with the part shortage that there is right now, somehow they still make it work and get these motors back on a timely basis. Um, our buddy Willie Milliken, he turned around, won a couple races in a row there with uh, with his new Earl Ramey racing engine, and he made it work, made it work for him, and uh, it's it's cool to see. So, uh, call Earl up, get your uh, get your new motor coming. Once you get the motor in, uh, schedule some time on that chassis down there. Yes, sir. Because you're gonna find need all it. that speed. Find all of it, because you can find it in there. Make up all kind of horsepower in them, in in bolt on parts. And it's so funny because as as we've talked about before, there are no two motors alike no two engines exactly alike so uh what works on this one who knows if it'll work on the next one but that's what you can find out on that chassis dyno and uh find all the performance you can gain by scheduling your time with earl ramey and earl ramey racing engines on their chassis dyno so y'all call them up check it out sweet cool well there was also some uh some nascar racing this past well let's go, let's go back to Darlington actually we didn't get to talk about Darlington no we didn't because we I think it was about the first time this is going to be sad guys this one of these buttons here let's see it was sad guys because this is about the first time in about 20 years me and Sterling did not make it over to track at least for a day Nope. I mean, you think of Darlington? <laughs> go at all. I went by it a couple times. I rode in a, uh, I a do that. <laughs> bike ride, but other than that, I yeah, we didn't go. It's kind of sad. Yeah, it was kind of sad. I guess. I don't know. It was hot. They got all the restrictions and stuff back down. It's just here. weird right it's now. It's different. It's weird. I don't know. Yeah. I know we went to some. We went to Darlington early. Well, I guess we say it's the first time. We went there earlier this year. <laughs> We did, yeah, we did, but uh, it was just different. This whole thing, you know, with with my mama and kids having 
COVID couldn't take the youngins over there to the truck race or nothing. It was just, uh, it was just different. So. Very, very. So, yeah, we didn't end up over there. Uh, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like we said earlier, um, Noel Graxon won the uh, Xfinity race with our buddy Tyler Mon spotting for him. Um, cool to see that because Noah ran good there in the spring when we were over yeah. there. Yeah, they were they were trying to DQ him because of his side skirts or something. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, something like that. Something. They, they appealed it, won it, or yeah, they yeah, won it, that. won the appeal, which doesn't happen much anymore. Nah, Dale Junior told him not to appeal. Don't He's appeal. like, no, I'm appealing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not wrong. <laughs> yeah, so that was cool, and uh, they came back, figured out whatever they needed from the first race, and made it work this race. Yeah. Um. Then the cup race over there, guy. Uh, man, I hated it for Tyler and Kyle, kind of, because they dominated the race pretty much. Well, it was like whoever was out front was dominating. Yeah, that's how it is. You couldn't catch them. You can't. It's like the well, clean air. You, you just can't do it. You might can catch them. You, ain't, you can't pass them. No. You can't get too close to them. Right. For sure. Um, It's like the wake of the cars spreads out way too wide now. I, you're always, you're never going to take away an arrow push. Do not get me wrong. You're never going to completely get a, as long as you were running over 150 mile an hour, especially, you are not going to take away an arrow push. But they say it now, even at daggone Richmond and stuff that right. they getting. So that's down close to 100 mile an hour. Um, But it shouldn't be when you're in another lane above a car that you're still getting the effects of it. They need to figure out how to tone that down yeah. behind the car. Keep it one lane wide, not right. three lanes wide. I don't know. I'm no aerophysicist by no means. But, no, I don't either. But I can see the product on the track and know I don't like it. Yeah. But old Larson was coming, man. He gave it all he had there at the end of that race. Them boys looked at it. I heard some people talking about, oh, I bet Fab Shot wasn't happy being that they already destroyed three cars and then – Larson goes in there on the last lap, just bonsai's it. And I'm like, why weren't they happy? Them dudes, that's what they get paid to do. They know that. Right. They knew they were going to hang another body on this car. They knew they were going to put A-arms on it. They knew they were going to put new suspension on it. They knew all that. They knew all that going into this race. So why they get mad? I don't think they'll be mad at him. He got out of the car laughing. He was like, I gave it all I got. <laughs> I video gamed it. <laughs> I video gamed it. And it almost worked. Yeah, it did. So, so that was cool to see. But anyway, they moved to Richmond this week. The reason we're talking about Darlington is because there's a lot more to talk about from Darlington. There's a lot more to talk about the drive to <laughs> Richmond than it is the race at Richmond, I believe. We had more excitement, I think, driving to Atlanta. Sterling really did. We saw more wrecks on the drive to Atlanta than we did at Richmond. I put it. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, and I'm not saying I just want to see wrecks. But no, but some kind of something. Something. I want to see the cars hard to drive like they were at Darlington. That was one of the best races I've seen even at Darlington though in a while because guys were losing it off two. They were losing it off four. They were losing it trying to get on the brakes to get in the pit road. I mean, the cars looked tough to drive. Low downforce, high horsepower package when when you're 
when the cars aren't even hard to drive anymore at Richmond, something's wrong. Something's wrong. And I know they're focused on this new car now. Um, but that was such a snooze fest going on at Richmond. Martin Truex won it. Okay. Big deal. Yeah, that puts two Toyotas locked in. Larson's already locked in. Joey Logano might as well be locked in. He's 40 points to the good. Um, I don't even know how that is. I don't either. That's kind of weird to me, but he's just been consistent. This I just person. ain't heard nothing about him in forever. That might be a strategy. Maybe so. Just just slide it in there. Just sneak his way through. Yeah. Um. So, Hendrick cars didn't do much. They haven't been at short tracks. Their bread and butter actually this year has been the mile and above tracks and road courses. Short tracks haven't really been their thing this year for whatever reason. Right. Um. So, I don't know. It's, uh, I just was not impressed with the racing. I mean, congratulations to Mark Truex Jr., but other than that, was not impressed with racing and that used to be one of the richmond used to put on some of the best racing on the schedule yeah and it sure it, it's it not, were not it's not anymore so i don't know i don't know what's happening um bit of news came out uh last week though that we weren't able to talk about um in nascar uh country there um First of all, uh, we'll go back to Darlington, I guess we'll say. Uh, Kyle Busch got fined $50,000. He sure did. <laughs> I think that wasn't enough. No, I think what he did, got sat out a week or so. What did $50,000, what is 50000 in all honesty, what is $50,000 to Kyle Busch? Right. What did that show no, him? Nothing. nothing. That, he probably didn't even hardly hear about the penalty that week. They probably called the team. Team's got an accountant over there. Okay, here we go. Pay it. Yeah. Done. <laughs> Done deal. Hey, I mean, yeah, don't, that, that's, that's not doing anything. That's not no making a difference. It, what is bad about it, and, and thank God it wasn't bad. I mean, everybody's seen it. If you didn't see it, go back and look up Kyle Bush at Darlington. It'll pop right up on Google. Uh, he decided to turn in on Pitt Road. Uh, to a garage opening that was not open. They had it coned off. He saw the cones. He never denied he saw the cones. He saw the cones. It was just a shorter way to his trailer, so he just bust through them. Well, there was people walking right behind it, tire guys walking right behind it. They all had to jump and run out the way and everything. And he didn't slow down one bit. No. <laughs> um, nope. If you want to get Kyle Bush's attention about doing something stupid like that, you're going to have to do a lot more than that. In my opinion, and I guess they're just going off of history because it was not a competition issue, they say. That's why they did not dock points. Um, Okay, you can say that. What would y'all do to Dale Earnhardt Jr. Right. at Talladega? <laughs> you're telling me him saying the S word <laughs> on TV is a competition issue, so y'all docked him 50 points? Right. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. They they got to do something about that. That's safety there. Well, you, you dock in a playoff situation like that. If do something stupid like that, you dock points. You're gonna get somebody's attention. Yeah, you're gonna get a team's attention anyway, and you're gonna get a talking to. 
I don't right. even think Joe, Joe Gibbs talks to him anymore. It's just there's you're no not, hope. Yeah, you're not gonna get through to him. He's just gonna sit there and roll his eyes and look at you like he got three heads and stuff. I mean, dude, just it's so sad. I I don't know. Other people look at it different. Sterling looked at it different for a long time. <laughs> dude is well, a he got better. He did. He did. But dude but is nice. Right back. Yeah, dude is one of the most talented drivers in the world, in my opinion. I mean, he is super talented. But he is so arrogant and cocky and just I was I was actually surprised he talked to anybody. Yeah. After he come out the Enfield Care Center there. Um I just I don't know. It, it I don't know who can watch that, see that, and appreciate it. Right. Fan wise. No. That is not a good look for your sponsors Mm-mm. at all. So I I don't know. It's just and even how he talked about his team and his equipment in the interview, it just it just ain't good. He's, I mean, what he's saying is probably completely true because I think their sim is. I think they're having a issue like Roush had back years ago when the data they're putting in the sim is off, and so is they're coming to the track not with good packages, but. Why is who won the race? Run? <laughs> exactly. Who won the Why race? Why is Martin Suarez running? <laughs> exactly. And it turned around and beat him though at Richmond because who got the penalty that week right. at Richmond? Kyle got it himself on pit road. Yeah. So, karma, bro. <laughs> you talk junk, it'll come back and bite you. I promise you. Yep. Sooner rather than later, most of the time. And he gonna yep. keep on. He gonna be completely out of the chase again or the playoffs again. And me and you talked about this, and this is no news coming from anywhere. I'm not, I, so I'm not even, I'm just giving my opinion. And me and Sterling talked about this. I I think the reason he's so uptight again is he knows there's people, he's beginning to be the older guy. Right. And there's drivers coming in through the Toyota pipeline, especially one with the last name, name of Gibbs. Mm-hmm. Does Nina ride here real, real soon? Yeah, I think that one year in Xfinity, and he's going to be looking for her to go higher. So, oh yeah, and there's a lot of sponsors at Joe Gibbs Racing already, and I feel like a lot of sponsors want to stay with Joe Gibbs Racing um, because they have a good relationship with Joe Gibbs. But where do you put them? And I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I see M&M's and Skittles more as a fun young guy sponsor more than I see it some guy that acts like this. Right. That's just just my hot take, I guess we'll say. Not that there's any truth or any anything standing behind that because there's nothing. That's just my thoughts. Um, but I could... It, it, Ty's got to go somewhere. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's going somewhere. He's going somewhere. And he ain't going away from Gibbs racing, I can tell nah, you that. No, nah. um, But you also have people like Christopher Bell. Um, kind of, It looks almost exactly the same as Eric like, Jones did in that car. Yeah, something's up, something's up with that car or something. I don't know, that team, that car. I don't know. So, something ain't meshing right. So, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, the, I think about the only people... That have a seat right now, I think, 
in my my way of looking at it, have a seat readily available to them at Joe Gibbs right now is Denny Hamlin and Martin Truex Jr. because uh uh Johnny um Morse. Johnny Morris. Oh, I couldn't remember that. Um Johnny Morris loves Martin Truex and they've been with him since pretty much day one. Right. And so as long as Martin wants to run in the cup series, I think uh I think Johnny's gonna be behind him with Bass Pro Shop. We know FedEx ain't leaving Denny Hamlin. No. <laughs> ever. Ever. Uh, a lot of people's like, well, he's gonna go run for his own team. I don't think he will. I think he I think he looked at the model honestly from what Dale Earnhardt did right. was gonna do. And uh and saw how that really had potential to work and I think it is. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, the only reason I say for him to go to his own team would be to try to help it grow. But I think Kurt Busch is going to do that a lot. I think Kurt Busch is going to do that. Um, and I really, I don't know. I think I'm not just I'm not dogging Bubba. I'm not dogging Bubba. Don't take me wrong. I'm not not just dogging Bubba. But I'm gonna call a spade a spade when I see it. And he's not performing in a car that should be performing. They can say it's a 23XI car all they want. It's a Joe Gibbs car. Right. And he's like, well, we we got the best of the best equipment. He said that first year himself. We should be up there contending for wins. I looked for He looked for multiple wins in the first year. He can barely break the top 20. Yeah. So what's the, what's the problem? <laughs> right. You got Mike Ford there on the pit box. Took Denny Hamlin to many wins. Um, you got the same cars. Denny Hamlin's driving well. He won at Darlington. Mark Truex won at Richmond. Uh, what's your problem? Yeah. I don't know, man. They got some work to do. That is for sure. And I don't know if it's... I don't know if it's all Bubba or not. But well, I think... I think when Kirk gets in there, you'll tell a big difference. Yeah, and and the biggest biggest uh, wrench in this whole thing is now new car, and that's another piece of news I was gonna bring up. Uh, they t- did a test at Daytona with the new car, put it in a pack. Uh, they were a little bit slower, which is which is fine. I don't have a problem with them being slower. Put on, normally slower puts on a decent race. Right. Um, but their problem was. The cars were so hot inside, nobody. Could, they said they was almost blistering their feet in the short amount of time that they were in there. <laughs> yeah, that ain't good. No, not good at all. So they've got a lot of work to do. They said they were way too hot in the car. Way, way, way too hot. They said when when you're drafting, there's literally just no air coming into the car at all. So it's just stagnant, stale air, not moving. So that ain't good. No, 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 no. It's not good at all. Um so I don't know. They gotta they gotta figure that out. Um other piece of news that kind of ties in with that new car. A lot of people have seen it, and I I don't guess it's news yet because they haven't really released it and they haven't even released a schedule, but that's supposed to be coming out here from what I hear here in the next week or so. Maybe this week, who knows? Um 
it, it is rumored that uh that um they are going to the LA Coliseum for an exhibition race basically replacing the clash at Daytona not a fan <laughs> nah nah that ain't good man but you know they're doing a whole lot of not good things in my opinion here lately so I don't know I think they're trying to get it to another Formula 1 series well that's about there I mean that's basically <laughs> what it is it's, it's, it's going that way it's, it's <laughs> what's bad is basically they're doing all this and you look at the SRX series and it's like, all right, well, SRX pretty much already had these cars right there. Right. I mean, they're all the same. So all it is is a manufacturer engine game. That's all it's going to be. Because literally every part on the car is going to come from a common uh, supplier. Right. To all of them. So you couldn't get in on none of that. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> um, I I'd hate to see what these suppliers are charging oh, for some of these parts. Man. Yeah, I know. I know our buddy uh Andrew Gears up there at Profab. They're doing all the all the headers, all the headers for it. Yeah, that's huge for them. Or headers and what they say tailpipes, headers and tailpipes. Wow. So that's cool. That's big for them. Real big. Yeah, for sure it is. So I don't know. That's. It's, it's getting crunch time. That's what that's what I'm not understanding. I'm. They say they going with this car for next year, but I'm still. I'm like I don't know if they're gonna be able to do it. I really don't. I'm I'm still on the fence of are they gonna bring it out? Kind of like they did that cot car, run so many races with it. Right. I don't know. I I think that's what they're trying to figure out before they're releasing the schedule. <laughs> Yeah, I think so too. And I mean, and 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 doing these tests the way they're doing them now, they're trying to really figure out where they're at with it. Oh yeah, and doing multiple cars on track racing, right? Each other. Yes. There's a little single car test ain't cutting it. No, I mean they're not really gonna show you anything. Right. They're gonna, I mean they, you know, show you how the car runs by itself. I mean, which is good. You need to know that before you put it out there. I mean, they they, they did it proper order, I guess you'll say. But. Once you get in a racing situation, that really shows you the weaknesses of a car, shows you the right. strengths of the car, shows you all that. Um, I say go put them on Bristol. Run them out there for a few laps. Let them beat and bang on each other and see what happens. Uh, speaking of Bristol, um, more news <laughs> coming out of there. Uh, uh, the Dirt, the Carl's Customs... Uh, Dirt Nationals. Dirt Nationals. Dirt, Bristol Dirt Nationals. Going to be back at Bristol um, March. I'm trying to remember the dates. I think it's like March 20th through April 2nd. Longer this time. Adding regular uh, hobby stocks. Uh, they were adding something else to it. I can't remember right now. Um, but it's going to be two weeks instead of one week. Uh, super late models headlining both weeks. Hmm. Going to be gonna be huge huge <laughs> huge as it wasn't huge enough dude it's crazy i think more people are gonna be interested which i mean they had to like they did last time they cut off uh entries at a certain number 
But like we talked about last year when we, or this year when we went, um, I think they needed two weeks of it. Oh yeah, try to get in the, the racing, and right. but I think they're doing it right by headlining both weeks with super late models. Um, maybe it'll be two different series. So I don't know. Don't know yet. Don't, they haven't released none of the actual details. They just put out the dates for it and what classes they were going to have. I don't, so I don't know. Well, maybe doing that now and we'll, we'll hopefully Lucas and, and, and Word of Outlaws won't schedule anything on those weeks. That's what I'm hoping. And it'll make it a lot better. Or either one week be a Lucas race, next week be a World Outlaw race, maybe. I don't know. That'd don't be know. good. That'd be good. Um, what that tells me, though, is obviously Bristol Dirt Cup stuff is going to be back for spring. Yep. Not a night race. Not. I guess not. Unless they do a night race. Unless they do a night race, it be, might be chilly. Yeah. I mean, not that we have been up there in the chilly before. Nah. But that's what it sounds like. Sounds like it's either going to be another day race, um, blinding, and you can't see through the dust flying up, or... Either they're going to have to do it at night, or they're going to have to really change up their dirt, which I, I hope they... I'm kind of hoping they bring in dirt from somewhere else. They're spending a lot of money to bring in dirt, regardless. I don't care where they come from. I'd love to see them go from somewhere in like the Midwest, get some of that brown, yeah. dustless dirt <laughs> they have out there, like at Falls or like at um, uh, Knoxville or something like that. Very little dust in that. That would nice. be that would be cool to see there. That'd be a lot of trucks hauling a long ways. It, yeah, exactly. So I don't know, I don't know if they can. I don't know what they can. Um, I also saw today the Colossal One Hundred is coming back to Charlotte. Yep, I saw that too. Yeah. Dirt track next year. So it looks like there's a lot of <laughs> big races back on schedules for 2022 that had kind of gone away for a little while. Um. I'm tell you guys, and I guess we've been riding this dirt train too. Uh, but the dirt game has has really stepped up in the last couple of years, and is continuing to step up in big races. Yeah, for sure. So we hope to catch y'all at some. We're gonna be at some of them. So hope to catch y'all there too. Yes, sir. But anyway, what else we got? That's about all I know of, man. We got a last last uh, race of the cutoff for this this week coming up. Um, this week, where's that at? Uh, a racetrack. It is a racetrack. <laughs> <laughs> Charlotte? No, not a road. If I cannot remember. Oh God, this is bad. We should know this. I'm pulling up. Hold on. Uh, we're going to. My phone will load. Come on. <laughs> Today. No, it's Bristol. What were you talking about? Bristol. I, I was thinking it was a short track. So my bad. My bad. <clears throat> That's going to be exciting. Bristol, Las Vegas, Talladega, then Rogue. God, I was way off. <laughs> at, at the Roval. That's October 10th. Um, Texas, Kansas, Martinsville, Phoenix. Right, we'll see what happens, man. Um, How was there no hype before the Bristol night race? 
don't know. Something that. I don't know. No hype. No hype at all. <laughs> Rich ain't what it used to be. No, it's not. That's what's sad about it. They took dirt off of it and nobody's talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So what you got going on? I don't know, man. That's about it. As far as I know, we're going to keep on rolling on this week and see what kind of dirt race we can get into. I know Fairberry's tonight, so we're going to maybe try to watch that. Yep, for sure. And, guys, be sure to go on to speed51.com. Check out uh, all the racing action coming up this week and beyond on the race uh, on speed51.com there. Um I know as we record every Monday night, they're also doing the bull ring on there with Alan Dietz and the gang. So y'all uh, go check out speed51.com. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out on Twitter. Check them out on everything else. Also, be sure to go uh, sign up for ESP51.com service. A lot of races. Uh, it's just September, but, dude, there's so many races coming up down there already to talk about yeah. on speed51.com. Um we're not far away from the Snowball Derby and stuff like that. Be here before you know it. Be here before you know it. So be sure to get your subscription now, guys. Check it out. You won't regret it. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so check out as much racing as we can. All weekend, I think, like I said, I think I'm going to head over to Sumter Saturday night. Check out the, um, the uh, Steel, Steel Block Bandits. Block. See who all heads out that way from what I'm seeing so far. Look like going to be a good crowd of cars. They put on a good show. Last time I saw them was at Charlotte. We were up there and they, they ran good up there. Yeah, so, they'll put on a good show over here summer for sure. Yeah. So uh, y'all go head out, support your uh, local tracks. They need it as much as you can. Um, I do want to address something really fast, really, 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 really fast before we get off here. I know it's late in the episode, if y'all are still listening. Um, I know everybody has seen um, what went on over at Friendship um, this past weekend. Um, been all over social media, been all over racing news. You can't miss it. Um, I want to say myself, me and Sterling went over there, took the boys over there one time. Man, <laughs> I just want y'all to know, I can promise you, I wasn't even there. I can promise you, this was a stupid, isolated, ignorant incident. Um, Somebody pulling a gun into pits, shooting people. Um, Somebody who was a convicted felon was also on on parole as, as, uh, while they did it. Um, it, it what you supposed to do? Um, two guys got in a fight in the pits. I, I'm, I'm not saying I condone fighting, but if you feel like you need to fight somebody, if it's you and them going at it, be my guest. Put it on the front stretch as far as I care. Let everybody see it. But why somebody feels the need to pull out a gun and shoot somebody over it yeah, that's crazy. is beyond me. Um, Bundy Stowe over there, super nice guy, promoter for the track over there, super nice guy. Um, I I can promise you in no way, shape, or form is he ever going to condone anything like that or be a part of it. So anybody bashing the track over there. Um, also, 
bumper jack over there track announcer um jack gray he's super good guy all of them are good people over there i've seen so many things go around facebook and stuff already guys bashing the track because of it the track had nothing to do with it how are you supposed to stop it yeah okay you could do just like a nascar race yes you could you could put in metal detectors and all this bull crap to go in you know whatever but you're not going to have a local saturday night track because they can't afford that they're not nascar they can't afford all that we expect we have an expectation of safety i guess you'll say going in there to an extent safety as in nobody's gonna shoot us <laughs> we know there's cars out there that are dangerous weapons sometimes uh hopefully they're not used as a weapon um but we know things happen with cars nobody should ever be in there with a gun that is a <laughs> that that is not a track problem that is a heart problem with that person is what that is so uh guys do not go around bashing tracks because of this they had no way to stop this right. they could search everybody that comes in the gate maybe you would never get everybody in the gate if it happens and you're not going to be happy when you go there so if you want to sit there and say that don't be a hypocrite um but you go around bashing tracks, you're not going to do anything good for that track, I promise you. Um, police were on it. They got the situation calmed down. Fortunately, it was uh, non-life-threatening injuries to both people involved. Thank God. Uh, thank God there was no kids walking by or nothing like that when the stupidity happened. So do not go around track bashing and stuff like that, especially when you don't know all the details. So... There's my rant. Well, I agree 100%. <laughs> it's tough, man. That's, that's a bad situation. and We've been around some crazy some crazy people in different tracks over the years and pulling out knives and everything else. Oh, yeah. And it's just it's just tough. It's it's tough for somebody to say, I'm going to take my, my family over to a racetrack and and have to worry about that. So it it, it looks bad for friendship, but it, it, they're, they're really good people, like you say, and uh, it's just not fair to them. So, um, if people have enough decency to not not bring that around there, but um, I hate it for them. I do because it's gonna fall back on them regardless. There's no way around that. I mean, it's been like that. Lakeview used to be that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you used to be they, scared to go to Lakeview. They had a bad rap for a long time, and it it, it took a while to be able to get family. It took new owners or, and everything else. Yeah, right. So that's that's what worries me about that. Um, so hopefully they can they can. Uh, not take too much beating from that. Hopefully not. So, so we just put in our two cents on it because super nice people over there and put on a great place to race it every week, pretty much. So, I'm on. I'll throw it out there. Just, just like a local go kart track here, Hogeye Cartway, Cat Cooper was over there running the track. Some people don't agree with a lot of things Cat does. Cat's always a tough tech man, is what he always was. And he might have rubbed some people the wrong way, I guess, sometimes. But regardless of that, this man took money out of his pocket to open a go-kart track that had been shut down to give local racers a place to race. And all I saw every week was people on Facebook nitpicking and complaining about every little thing on there. 
guys, I'm going to tell you this, especially racers. Before you decide to get on social media and bash the track for something they did or something they might not even know about that happened, because I've seen that happen many times, do. Why not? Why not? Because I promise you, every one of you guys that race at a racetrack, you know how to get in touch with the promoter, the track owner. You know how to get in touch with somebody in charge over there. Is it not a common thing anymore to pick up a phone or shoot them a message or whatever and talk to that person directly about what happened and maybe try to work it out and just tell them your side of it? Is that not a common practice anymore? Or we just go online and talk junk? Is that what we do now? The keyboard warriors, bro. That's exactly what they are. And so if you're one of those guys, how about y'all just get out the sport? I, I'm going to put it out there. Why don't you just get out the sport because you're never you're gonna ruin it for the rest of us. If you can't go man to man and be a man about it, and go to track promoter, the flagman, whoever, and t- talk to them as a man about it or or a woman, who whatever, and you want to just run a track in the dirt because guess what that means? That's just one less track you have to race at at that point. And there's too much of it going on. The sports hurt. It's, it, it, Racing is so fragile. Y'all don't realize. A lot of people don't realize it. It takes a lot to make races work. And so when you get on there and start doing that, (laughs) we're not like baseball. Baseball makes every bit of their money from, uh, from pretty much attendance for the most part. And they get some money from TV stuff, like whatever. It, it, it trickles down. Lower series, not so much. Um, but they get their money from attendance. Racing is not like that. If you went, if if you paid racers off of the attendance with paying the track working personnel, uh, paying to get tires in there that week, paying to get fuel in there that week, paying uh, if they're if you got you know paying the payment on the place all that stuff if you had to do that in a race nobody would ever get paid they get paid from sponsors you guys get paid from track sponsors most of the time and you go out there and start bashing a track well these sponsors start looking at well people might must not like this place so we don't need a sponsor all right well what's that do that just takes money it eventually takes money out of your pocket oh yeah so, guys, you got to look at this long-term. You got to look a little farther down the road when you go bashing a track about something you didn't like when the flag man threw a yellow flag. So you're just going to get on Facebook and bash the whole track, just talk trash about the whole track and how everybody there is terrible. But you, all it came from was you didn't like that the flag man threw the yellow flag half a lap earlier than you thought he should have threw it. Yeah. So... Think about that when you do it, guys. All right. I'm, I've ran it enough this week. My bad. Man, you got a twofer. I got a twofer. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just, well, we had two weeks. We had two weeks. There you go. Two weeks worth. There we go. You got any rants? I have none, but I'm... I'm Somebody got to get more rants. I'm positive, bro. I'm friendly Freeman, bro. <laughs> positive. Friendly Freeman. I'm trying to be positive. <laughs> What's up, catcher? <laughs> <laughs> Just be nice, bro. 
I ain't trying to. I'm trying to make everybody else nice. I agree. So that's why I'm nice. I'm scared to be mean. Yeah, shoot. <laughs> gotta be nice of him. <laughs> All right, guys. As always, we'd like to thank SRI Performance, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, RK Motorsports Consulting, our buddy Earl Ramey with Earl Ramey Racing Engines and EMFR Performance for uh, putting this on for y'all, you guys. Also, as always, want to thank Ford Bite Apparel. Um, Mark messaged me the other day. He's really excited. Cole Train getting going to be in a um, Race Saver three hundred five Sprint next year. Mm. Moving up already. This was not the plan. Quick, that's good though. But he's doing good in the in the in the A class now, unrestricted. So. Moving up, we're going to have him on the show again here soon. Uh, talk about the year and talk about what's going on in the next year. So, uh, also, guys, get, make sure to go on Ford Bite Apparel. Check them out. Check out everything they got. Uh, I'm telling y'all now, it is middle September. You better get in your Christmas orders now because it might still seem like it's 95 degrees outside like it was today. <laughs> But Christmas be here for you know it. And that stuff starts selling out when you want to get good stuff for the racer and your family. Um, I, I'm going to tell you, and it's just me. I'm putting this out there to my sister-in-laws or whatever, you know. If I got a Ford Bite apparel hoodie or T-shirt for Christmas, I'd be ecstatic. I'd be, I'd be loving it, man. I'm telling you. So Exactly. So, for the racer in your family, be sure, because, you know, you can't be like Chris Ferguson. Oh, I'm messing with Chris, man. <laughs> it was a thing going on, on Twitter. You can't be like him and wear your own shirts, bro. <laughs> you can't wear your own shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Old Davenport gave him devil. And he wouldn't even really, it, I mean, it was his shirt, but it wasn't his shirt. He was wearing the eSports shirt, which is Blake Bejewelis and right. <laughs> Evan Say. And he was trying to help them out, but no, Davenport gonna call him out on it because it has CFM at the bottom of it. That's good stuff. It was funny. Um, so you wear Ford Bite apparel. You ain't wearing your stuff. You ain't wearing nobody else's stuff. You just wearing Ford Bite. Everybody wants Ford Bite. Everybody wants it. Every racer especially wants it. So uh, y'all go check them out. Also checkered. Racing social media that you will not regret getting on. There, I, I will tell you something. There's a bunch of different sections for each type of racing and topics on there. There's not a track bashing section. I need to start one. <laughs> no, no, we're not. <laughs> we're not starting that. <laughs> no. You can be a, a, a racer basher for basher oh, we can do that we can talk junk about each other yeah, that, that's, that's great that's, that's wonderful that, that that keeps the racing more exciting <laughs> but we ain't talking track about, trash about tracks <laughs> we're done with that <laughs> uh, but anyway guys alright well we uh, appreciate y'all um I'm gonna go chill out now go get me something to eat I need to do the same thing I'm hungry, and uh, go edit this show, and y'all hear it Tuesday morning. So uh, anyway, guys, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us 
again. And uh, then a little longer show than we had in the past few, which is good. Making up. Making up for it. <laughs> so uh, we will definitely uh, we will see y'all back next week. We, we got our one week off last week. So. Yeah, we're good till. And until Christmas, I guess. Yeah, right. Christmas is it. We did pretty good. We only took off one week this year. I know. So far. That's going to be it, probably. Next year we get nine holidays. Nine holidays. Dang, what are we doing? Going on federal <laughs> stuff? I mean. We getting federal? <laughs> we can't do that. We have to wear masks and stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good one. Go support your local track, and uh, we'll be talking with you. Later. Later.